0: Start Me Up Podcast, part of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network in association with Muller, She Wrote Media. I'm your host, Kimberly Johnson in DC. Today, my returning guest is Ben Cohen of the Banter Substack. We love Ben and we love his English accent, but before we get into it, the Start Me Up Podcast is independent, listener funded, and woman run. Visit patreon.com Start Me to see the variety of tiers offered, including the option to get two bonus What's Up episodes per week. Kind of like my online journal, where where I get a little more personal and talk about whatever is on my mind. There's also an ad-free tier with a much shorter intro. Just visit patreon.com slash startmeup. Now, please enjoy my conversation with Ben Cohen. Welcome back to the show, Ben. Thank you very much for having me, Kimberly. It's been a while, and I just can't wait to hear all about um, your son. So there's Moses and there's Raphael, and for those of you who don't know, um, ben is british <laughs> i just had to throw that in there but he's got the cutest little boys and they look so similar and so i just wanted to ask you first of all how old are they and how is life going for you guys
1: so so moses is, is almost five wow be five five um, <clears throat> in 10 days time and wow. then Raphael rafael is one. Oh. uh what well, is <laughs> 16 16 months actually 16 months right. now and uh it's going great um, in terms of uh, we're still veggie alive and we've managed <laughs> to get them this far.
0: Um,
1: <clears throat> but uh, yeah, it's 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 definitely tough. Uh, we're struggling through the night. nights, difficult yeah. uh, quite often, and uh, they're boys, so they all they <laughs> want to do is 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 um, play with bits of dirt and. and uh, on, I try, I try to get them into other things but it's, it's not if it's got dirt or cars or sticks that's what, that's what they're that's what they're into uh, it, and my, my wife is like this is I wanted girls I wanted at least one to be a, I just wanted one girl and I've got these <laughs> like, obviously we love them we course, love them we wouldn't yeah. change them really but I, I you know what i got to say when I see Um, little girls I I, I can't help but getting very jealous of of parents with with little girls because they they're they're so sweet and nice and and, uh, well and they don't they don't like just like pee on the floor Raphael
0: just
1: pulls his diaper off and pees on the floor and thinks it's hilarious
0: (laughs) that is it's funny from my end I'm glad I don't have uh, to. It's great either. for everyone else.
1: It's it, 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 everybody else thinks it's hilarious. You know? I post <laughs> stuff on Instagram or on, on Facebook when they do stuff. And, and it's all very funny. But then like, we, we have to go back and clean it all up.
0: Yeah, know. See, that's, that's why I don't have any kids. <laughs> Although <laughs> I, I, I can't say that because I didn't make a choice. It just so happened that I hit a certain age, and it was like, no, not for you, Kimberly. So, um, but that's funny. Uh, But it is fun watching the Instagrams and the Facebooks, and they're so adorable, and they're so cute. And, you know, I know know what you're going through only because I've, you know, had siblings, and I have siblings, and they're much younger than I am. So I I, I understand how it can drive you nuts, but as you know, that time goes by so quickly, and before you know it, they're going to be teenagers, so... It's it's like, when, when, yeah.
1: Yeah. And it, 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 it does go fast. It does go really, really quickly. I, like when you're I, in it, it, it feels saying. like
0: forever, I think. But but yeah, it's like you look yeah. back and you're like, wow, he's already five. I mean, Bob and I have been living in uh, Maryland now for five years. And it just, it, I guess it kind of feels like five years, but it doesn't. It just, it's like quick. It just goes by.
1: Mm-hmm. It, do, it does. It does. There, there was a Facebook post that popped up, and it was about um, when my wife and I went on our honeymoon. Uh, it's actually today, uh, but seven years ago. Wow! I was like, Wait, what? The, what? What the hell happened there? Like, I thought we were just in We were in Costa Rica like a year ago. That's yeah. what I thought, but it was yeah. no, it was seven years
0: ago. Wow! Wow! Yeah, time goes by, man. And as my grandma always said, yeah. time marches on. <laughs> so uh, it, she's it, 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 it she's correct. Does. All right, so let's get into some political stuff And the first thing I want to talk about Okay, now, pardon me for just having myself for a minute I have not been in front of a microphone since the State of the Union So I know everybody out there, we've already discussed it And we all know, but Joe Biden was so fucking badass And it was so funny because I'll just tell my little story of it Bob and I were watching it, you know, we're on the couch And he's on his phone and he's typing And so Biden does that thing Where he kind of like baits the Republicans into admitting they don't want to cut Social Security. And at first he said, you know, so I'm watching it. And Bob, you know, I'm kind of half watching it. And Bob is not even really paying attention. And because he's typing something. And so I hear like I'm kind of aware it's what's going on. And I hear Biden say it's off the books. Which I think he would have... It's probably been better to say off the table, but still. He said off the books, and I'm like... did I go, did Biden just do what I thought he did? And Bob's like, what? And and I, and so I so I said, go back, you know, roll back. And so, yeah, it was, like, fucking fantastic to watch him bait. But here's the deal. They're all out. I mean, like, I think it was... I don't even... I guess it was today. I don't know. Um, Rick Scott was talking about... Um, killing social security they've got mike lee on camera talking about social security they're doubling down on it now i knew that when this happened that even though you know marjorie's screaming and they're all screaming and they're out and they're screaming you lie i thought it won't matter to them it'll matter to us but it won't matter to them that we have this on tape that it can be used in every campaign ad. it won't matter to them they'll just go try to destroy it anyway and so the question i have for you is how do you see, and this is a big question, and I know it, but just in the very short time that, you know, the House has had control, we, what we've seen is already so disgusting and awful, and we can expect more of it. So what do you expect is going to happen in these next two years, and how do you think it's going to affect 2024?
1: That is a big question, Kimberly. Um, that's a really big question, and I think it's what. Yeah, but look, I mean, it's one that we're all sort of grappling with. It's, it's yeah. like you know, the, the way that the sort of political landscape is evolving it, it is it's so chaotic, and there are so many lunatics now <laughs> involved with, in in the sort of you know in the dynamics and involved in the in, intra-party conflict that it's very hard to sort of it's very hard to tell, right? Mm-hmm. I mean look like the what is the Republican Party now I mean I just posted a piece on on the banter uh, this this week that was uh, there's nothing there Mm -hmm. there is there is no there there the the GOP is just it's it's like a sort of uh, it's a freak show
0: yeah
1: Um, and 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 it's not a coherent political party anymore it's run by these like you know the Taliban 20 the insane cabal of, of extremist MAGA nutjobs um, who have McCarthy over a barrel. And I, the whole thing to them is not—it's it, sort of performance art, right? Where, where they, you know, Biden's State of the Union speech, which was great, as you say, it was great. I mean, it was like, that's the best I've seen it. I, I yeah. haven't seen um, a Biden that amped up for a long, long time. Uh, on the ball, I mean, that quip was, mm-hmm. was just was, was brilliant. It really was. Um, you know, and I, I'm of the mind that I, I, you know, I was concerned about Biden's age. Bob, Bob has talked me down off the, off, <laughs> from, 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 from that, um, uh, but but I don't. Given that performance, he think okay, look, the, he's still got it in him. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, uh, uh, to, to finish, I don't really care e- e- either way. Mm-hmm. I just want the Democrats to win. I don't yes. really care how. I don't care how it's done. Right. right, I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm not fussy really at the moment. It just <laughs> needs to be, like you, you know what I mean. The Democrats need to, need to control as much of the um, the government as possible, mm-hmm. right? It was a shame. It was a shame they lost, um, Congress. That that was a bit unfortunate. I didn't think it was as you know. It's not that bad. It's like they only lost by a few seats, so it's not really you know. Uh, <clears throat> it wasn't catastrophic. The midterms were great. You know, Biden presided over the, one of the most successful midterm elections for Democrats uh, or for an incumbent in, in, in recent history. Yeah. So, you know, he's doing well. And uh, I think the State of the Union speech showed that he, you know, he's still on, on top form. He's still got it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The Republican Party full of lunatics. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you've got Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Greene is is screaming her head off and yeah. dressed up. Well, she dresses dresses Cruella de Deville in... Um, it, 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 for the speech and was going around. What was that whole stunt with the helium yeah. balloon? She was. I mean, who knows what she what she's <laughs> doing? But but she what she wants is she doesn't want political power. She wants media power. Mm-hmm. She wants She wants. She she's not concerned whatsoever with mm-hmm. with the trajectory of the country. And and a lot of these uh, Republicans are not concerned right. about the country either, They want a spot on Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Right. They 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 want they want more Twitter followers. They want um and they want primetime tv exposure they want to be on fox news they want to be talked about and that's it so obviously this this is not good for um it's not good for the country it's mm-hmm. not good for it's definitely not good for the gop it's very good for the democrats
0: mm-hmm.
1: um it, it, in my opinion it just makes their job incredibly difficult uh you know and i i see them yeah i mean look, the social security thing that you you, yeah. you talk about Social Security The Republicans have been trying to get rid of this for for decades. I mean, that's what yes. they want. To, of course, they want to get rid of Social Security. Um, that's one of their primary objectives: is to is to hurt as many poor people as they can, um, in the name of uh, you know uh, fiscal responsibility,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, which they're not concerned about. When there's a Republican no. in power, they, they're not they're not they're not they're never concerned about that. No. So how this plays out, I, you know, they're not going to be like it's politically political suicide to to get to touch Social Security or, or Medicare. and Medicare.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, this is just they're not going to, you know, their, their entire base is filled. much of the demographic are Medicare people on Medicare um, and people who rely on Social Security. Yeah. So they'll be shooting themselves in the foot. So they can't actually touch it because it's too politically toxic. But what they're gonna use they're gonna use it to beat the Democrats with and say, Hey look, you know, you guys are you funding all these mm-hmm. these programmes that aren't worth it and uh, spending all this money. So we so they'll try and extract tax breaks for rich people. Mm-hmm. That's my that's what I believe they they really want. They want tax breaks they want tax breaks for rich people. Yeah. Um and, and to keep their donors happy. That's that's how I see this this going. But how much leverage can they get over the next couple of years? I don't know. I'm not sure. I think Biden is doing a very good job of of, of sort of giving him enough rope to hang themselves.
0: (laughs) Well, and I would like to add, I mean, uh, I've seen people, I'm going to get into a, a tweet that David Hogg put out in a second. But a lot of people who have heard the concerns about Biden are saying it's ageism but I'm going to say in this particular case especially when it comes to the president of the United States you know as as you said it's it's really about winning and the republican side totally understands that i think the democratic side you know we have a different bunch you know we we are motivated by different things and we just we think differently and that's you know our brains are different they've discovered this so um to it's it's i don't think it's that people Worried? Well, I guess it was, you know, if if, if there is something, look at fucking Reagan. He had Alzheimer's and he really shouldn't have been mm. in office and it has nothing to do with ageism. It had to do with, is he able to do this job? And when you are advanced in years, it abso- there is absolutely no... Like rule that once you, reach, once you reach a certain age, you're unable to deal, but obviously everybody's different. But that's the concern. Mm. Can we win? And I think as long as Biden has this kind of energy, um, it won't, you know, one of my main concerns was with DeSantis, and I'm less afraid of him, although, of course, he's a real threat. But let's just say he were the nominee um, mm. or was the nominee. Uh, I, my concern is, like, they're going to do this whole like i wouldn't be surprised if he lost a little weight and got a little bit more fit so that they could go for the optics thing of you know young strong strapping man Compared, why he's not strapping but that's what they would say you know compared to the old biden who is the way that they would paint biden and that kind of worried me but again last night if he can keep up this kind of energy and this kind of uh it's not just energy, it's like this attitude that he has. Because I think Rachel Maddow pointed, no, no, it was Jen Saki pointed out last night, you know, it's a, it was a long-ass speech. And that's exhausting for yeah. anybody at any age. And he, he had, his energy was up the whole time, but it was almost like he got a second wind when they started heckling him. And, it, you know, he found yeah. himself, he got real comfortable, and it was, God, it was just a sight to behold. But um, I just, you know, I just want to throw that out there that I don't think in this case when it comes to the President of the United States it's such an important role. I do think age should be a consideration. And I don't think it's a gist to be concerned about somebody because, you know, I mean if it were my mom who I love dearly, I would not want her to run because I would be terrified of the pressure. And I know she's in her seventies now. I don't think she could fucking handle the pressure. So anyway uh, but that brings me to David Hogg, and I have to say, I was so happy and relieved to see this tweet. He tweeted today, POTUS has by far been the most successful president in my lifetime. He has gotten far more done already than I was ever expecting turns out having 50 plus years of experience in Washington has its perks. I'm so thankful he completely changed my view on how to get things done. Now, this is a real turnaround from last year when he was being quite critical. And, you know, it's, I think it's great for young people to be critical because the, the leaders hear this and they want to be reelected. And we saw youth coming out you know, 2020, 2022, we saw a big youth vote, so that's good, but I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy to see David Hogg posting this, because we saw such a big showing of Gen Z in 2022, and that's now what I want to ask you about, is with this uh, new kind of enthusiasm from young people, I want to ask you how how do you see that impacting 2022? Because we've got two years now, and as you were talking about, we're going to see all this like tomfoolery and all this bullshit from the Republicans for the next two years. How do you think this is going to play with Gen Z? And do you like do you anticipate that their grassroots stuff is going to be even hard more hardcore than it than what we've seen?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it it probably will be because there seems to be this sort of growing consensus amongst that generation that hold on a second, like, we don't yeah. we're seeing where a lot of this stuff is going, right, you know, the, the repeal of Ro, Roe versus yeah. Wade uh, like, they're not cool with this, and the, yeah. the, destruction, the, the destruction of the environment um, you know, the gun stuff, it's like this; they're going to be us mm-hmm.
0: you know, they yeah. are going
1: to be they're going to be the ones running the country and controlling them. What kind of country do they want to live in? What kind of world do they want to live in? Yeah. And I think they're looking at the two parties and they're thinking, okay, look, the w- one side is insane. Like, they, they're absolutely bonkers. Um, and there's no – it's not a future, right? The, the the Trump right is not a future for the, for the country that the, any sane person would want it to go in. Like, I don't think – a lot of them – Americans don't really sort of. I feel that you know you're you're like the frog in the water analogy, right? Mm -hmm, That you they're in they're in a vat of boiling water, or it's very very hot, right? And they're not they don't really understand how hot it is getting.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So
1: when you go to like to other countries, for example, like climate change is not really a debate. Mm -hmm. It's not there's There's no there's no you know is it happening or is it not or is it man made or is it natural like it's just. But it's just—it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Climate change is happening, and it's a real problem. And most political parties, uh, from the from the even even the extreme right in Britain, right, are like—they're not anti-environment or anti—they believe in global warming. Yeah. Even the most hard-hardcore conservatives, and I think that Hmm. in America there there is this situation where people still think it's a debate, right? Mm -hmm. That there are two there are two sides to this debate. There are not two sides to this debate and i my, i suspect that the the younger generation ca- are kind of cottoning onto this you know they connected on i don't even i can't even keep up with the social media platforms that they're on these days um but not all of this is positive by the way but i think a lot of it is positive mm-hmm. they've got friends all over the world and they're following trends in career and you, you, you know you know what i
0: mean
1: yeah right um, yeah so they're they're, they're perspective on what the world is is very different to maybe ours and and, and people who didn't grow up with social media and yeah. didn't grow up in this like very interconnected world um and yeah i think that's great like david hogg I, I, also from that generation you tend to see um what i, I like about Hol- david hogg and, and some of the other people in, you know influencing his generation is that they're not quite as sort of militant yeah um, uh, as they're, they're smart progressives you know right um practical pragmatic and and that that seems to be a good trend, you know. Like mm-hmm. I, I view myself as that. Like I'm not I'm not an ideological liberal. I, I, I would like to see myself as fairly pragmatic.
0: Yeah. Me um, too, yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's great, right? That's that's where I think progress is made and Biden is a pragmatist, right? Biden is not an ideologue. Yes. Biden is a pra- Biden is a pragmatist and yes. he gets things done. Um and, and David Cog is absolutely right. But that that's how things get done. You make deals. Yeah, you, uh, you yes. Negotiate.
0: That's exactly you it. And, and we so much of the time we operate in this what should be, as opposed to mm. what is. And so you have so it's like yes, we should have Medicare for all, but in order to mm. get that, like so instead of just saying we should have it, so therefore Democrats are bad because they haven't done all the things that we have to get. Blah 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 blah. blah. You can go and 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 be angry about that, or you can say mm. all right, well the way to get it done because I want Medicare for all. But I also understand, well, right now, that's not going to happen with our Congress. It's never going to happen. So be realistic mm. about it and understand with, with the Republican Congress, we're not going to get it. And right. the only way we will get it, and, and even if we get you know, uh, Democrats, if they have the majority in both houses, there's no guarantee that we're going to get it it's just going to be the, the need and the call for it has to be strong enough for them to feel motivated in order to, okay, well, we got to do this because we want to get reelected and it's going to piss off our constituents if we don't do it. And so it's just over time. And it's recognizing that there are, it's like you said, deals have to be made. Um, all these things are in play. It's not as simple as, well, we should just have it. Well, you know, right. if, okay, well, yeah, we should, but don't punish I the mean, people you- who are going to give it to you.
1: Right, right, right. I mean, it was like the whole Obama um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: sort of debacle with the healthcare yeah. thing. I mean, what what they had to do to get that yes. passed, right? <laughs> was 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 I mean, was absolutely insane. I mean, I, I you know, I think Obama basically used up, yeah, used up significant amounts of his of his political capital getting yeah. that done. Yeah. Right. He didn't have actually that much left right. Right, to, to, to barter with after all, you know. Um and it, Obama was very inexperienced. He was mm-hmm. a very, very inexperienced guy. And now you're seeing you are seeing the benefit of someone who's experienced. Right. Joe Biden has got decades more experience than Obama did when he got yeah. into power. So he's moving things fast.
0: Yeah. He, he
1: very quickly. Like, yeah, it's very impressive um to to, to see how quickly the Biden administration is, uh, you know, they're getting things done uh, and making progress. Like it's, it's, it's true. He's the most successful president I've seen in in my lifetime. You know, I I was a big Obama fan, you know, I was a big Obama fan, but uh, looking back, you know, like he, you know, he he was, I think there was a lot of racism he faced. He faced, Mm -hmm. you know, very obstructionist Congress and Mm -hmm. the Senate as well. Um, But he wasn't experienced enough to do the things that Biden is doing.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, just no, evident. It. Yeah. it It's not right, to take away right, right, from right. Obama, but it's like, no. yeah, look, I mean, I think Biden, w- I was one of them. I underestimated him. I didn't think that he was going to get the nomination. I didn't think that if he got the presidency that it, he would be as progressive and as effective as he is. And so, you know, I think a lot of us, I know not everybody did, but a lot of us did where we just didn't think he was going to be able to do what he's done and he's incredibly impressive you know uh we have to take a quick break but we will be back after this message hey this is kimberly if you're not already my patron just visit patreon.com start me you can take a look at all the tiers and decide how you want to support the show thank you so much this episode is brought to you by kia's first three-row all-electric suv the kia ev9 with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With a zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available reclining lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash ev9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced. Can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. All right, we are back. Um, God, yeah, that's just, it it's just, it's great to have him... Running the country right now. And okay, so here I want to just, I I don't know if you heard that Fetterman has been hospitalized.
1: I saw that. I saw that. I didn't, I didn't, I don't know if there have been any updates whether he's all right.
0: Well, yeah, what I read was he was lightheaded. I know he had a stroke last May, so they're saying it's not a stroke and they're going to keep him in the hospital overnight just to make sure. But of course, um, I saw a tweet out there that said something like you know the the people are saying mean things about him and you know wishing him ill and this is another problem that we're facing now this is political but it's not just political because it 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 goes off into you know I don't know if you know that the guy who's going to play superman um the new guy I guess he was chased off the internet because everybody was so angry that it's not henry what's his name carville I don't know his last name but, um
1: Henry him yeah,, yeah.
0: Um, and so they were so horrible and mean to him that they chased him off his Instagram, and so now, with Fetterman, you know, they're saying horrible things to him, the MAGA people are we 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 saw Republican leaders making jokes about Paul Pelosi, who is a eighty something year old man getting hit in the head with a hammer, and never apologizing, and this is just something that I don't know i I think that there seems to be so much anger and hatred and i mean it's going into our not to say that this is so new but i think it's increasing the the hatred and anger is just generally increasing um whether it's about movies about music god forbid you know you say you like a song by so-and-so you could get all kinds of hate from that in fact I like to watch, uh, and don't give me shit for this, people, because this is one of my, uh, i do not they, they call it a guilty pleasure. I'm not guilty for it, but I know it's just crap. It's like eating Fritos, but I like to watch Real Housewives, right? Not all of them, but certain shows. And so, um, and I know they're crap, but I don't care. I like them. They're like a soap opera. I like to take sides. I also kind of watch them because it's not all fake I know most of it's fake but I mean they have real conversations and real interactions and so I like to kind of like I think about it from the perspective of most of these women are privileged and all this stuff and so I look at it from many different angles but I and and, you know a lot of the men that I've talked to on this podcast also are fans and there's this one guy Michael Stern who I've had on more than once and he loves it and uh you know I've told him I said I I I think sometimes about having a show where we could just talk about the Housewives, but I would I mean, I can handle the MAGA hate. I don't think I could handle the hate from from those kinds of, you know, from the people who watch those shows because it's it's like, whoa. It's fucking gr- I mean, I know with the mega crowd, yeah, we could see violence and there's probably not gonna be violence if I don't like somebody on Real Housewives or something, but like do you think that the that this is like getting worse because of our politics do you do, are you noticing that out in the world in our culture in all different areas that there's anger do you see it in person or do you only see it online how are you experiencing it
1: uh i mean I, I t- just bef- before i answer your question i'm going to give you my guilty pleasure <laughs> i, I uh, my wife and i were into we used to watch selling sunset right don't uh-huh. Okay, this is the most. This is the worst of the worst of the worst. Right, it puts all the other reality TV shows. And I, I, I used to watch it because it made me feel superior. Right, I got this very smug sense of superiority. I was like, at least I'm not this. I'm not. I'm not that narcissistic and image obsessed. Right, so I can watch these people and feel better than them. But it's terrible. It's a terrible, terrible. I'm just telling you this because. Because I think we've we've all got these things where we all have these like, and and it was it was awful because we'd watch it and we'd be like, oh my god, she's terrible or he's terrible (laughs) or like, look how look how image obsessed they are, and I could feel very smug and superior to (laughs) it. So listen, I hear you. I feel you, you. You're allowed to. You can watch. You watch whatever you want, Right. Kimberley. That's what I say. You watch, you watch whatever you want. You don't feel bad about it, right? You no, know, it's crazy. Like I do think a lot of this stuff is online. I generally think that. You know, people's behavior in person is always very different to what mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. online. I think Twitter is a, is, is particularly bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, I, I say this as someone who's on Twitter. Like, I keep trying to get off of Twitter, but <laughs> I, you know. know we 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 need it for work, though, right? Yeah, this is, this is kind of how we how we get our you know how we get our news, how yeah. we interact with other people. It, it's a vital tool for 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 people in our in our business, right? uh yes but the 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 way that people talk to each other is is pretty bad um i do think that um i you know the left is 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 pretty awful too mm-hmm. um they 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 are just as mean online as anybody else and and that's that's a shame and if you don't have if you don't have the right opinion about something mm-hmm. Um, you can find yourself being uh, slaughtered online yeah. for for not ha- for not having you know whatever's the the correct opinion and who what is the correct yeah, opinion i right. don't really know what the, what what the correct opinion is anymore um you know so yeah i i i completely agree that that we're in a very strange space right now where the the online world is is sort of um it's real right it's very Mm -hmm. real we have Mm -hmm. real we have real real relationships we have um online we you know we some a lot of our friends are, are we just have online relationships with them i mean so i i think it's definitely bad i don't know what's going on with humanity maybe this is just a stage we've got to go through um you know what i mean like we're going to do this for a while. We're going to do this social media thing for a while, then realize, yeah, it's making us far too far too insane. We
0: but it's also it could also be like I mean I I don't know I mean this is very existential and all, but like maybe you know how the like the the I'm trying to think of a an example. <laughs> But like how animals can sense an earthquake or something like that. Like I wonder if part of our hysteria right now, like our global hysteria, rise of white supremacy, and we've got all this stuff with the climate going on, and like we sense if animals can sense a, you know, a, some, you know, a natural catastrophe or earthquake or something like that. Maybe we're we're kind of behaving the way we are because we have this sense. Of the earth is pissed off and we can feel the energy. I don't know. I'm just throwing shit out there and I don't know. I don't know if it's politics. I, and I, I agree with you. I think the internet is a huge part of it because, like you said, you can't, like, you go. I always likened it to if you're out in public and you bump somebody, oh my God, oh my God, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And everybody's so polite. But in the car, you know, you're screaming, fuck you, if somebody cuts you off, or, you know, it's all, it's a whole different situation when it's not in front of your face so of course it's the same online you're going to it's like you get automatically angry and call someone an asshole where if you were in front of their face maybe you would be like oh I'm so sorry (laughs) you know so it's like a totally I don't know I don't know if this is like a we feel the uh, not the end is near but we feel you know impending doom pending doom because, like, the climate's gone nuts our and, and our politics are nuts and white supremacy is rising and there's all this division. I don't know, maybe it's just a mixture, like a tonic of our... Is that right, tonic? It's like a mixture of everything and we're all kind of not handling it well.
1: <laughs> I, 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 I think you're, you've hit the nail on the head, Kimberly, you know, and, and, and I would say that, yeah, look, we, it's good to have theories like that as well. You've got to think outside the box and you've got to have, like, trying to get... A, broader perspective on, on what's happening you know what, what i've long thought that the internet um, and and social media and all this kind of stuff is is actually it, it it's it's a it's a it's the cause and solution yes. to a lot of our our, our problems right so it, it's you know i think that we're we've built the internet Humans have subconsciously sort of we we decided this was a good idea because we 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 understood innately that we needed to coordinate a lot better, right? That we had um you know we before the you know before the internet it was to con- contact someone you'd have to you know you could find them or you could send them like a all those things that you'd have to tap out um right the, um, the tele- <laughs> telegram a
0: telegraph a,
1: a, yeah like like a telegram kind of right, thing, right right, right so right, like. Right. Um, it wasn't particularly efficient, and you had you know only kind of state mandated channels of of, of uh, distribution of of um, you know getting news from another country was always very very difficult. Getting newspapers from other countries, you wouldn't really know what was going on in other countries. So clearly, like right. we've got all these problems. We've got we faced like climate change. Uh, we've got these global conflicts that are increasingly the the consequence of a global conflict now are infinitely worse. Mm-hmm. Right, you've got the specter of nuclear weapons, um, of these insane we- weapons of mass destruction that we have that could blow the world off its axis, right? So we needed a better way to communicate with ourselves. So we built the internet. Um, but along with that means that we now have to hear everybody's inner thoughts on the internet <laughs> yeah. all the time. <laughs> so it's like, and we're collectively nuts. Like we've got like very sort of, it's like neurosis, right? We're yeah. all kind of slightly insane we've all got insane parts of us and now we can kind of be anonymous on the internet and, mm-hmm. and shout at people online so I think that you know I suspect it's actually a lot better things are a lot better than we believe
0: they are mm-hmm. interesting right Yeah.
1: That that, that that a lot of these things that we think are terrible are actually like it's not it's, it's actually not so bad we've got right. more coordinated way more awareness of like environmental destruction than there's ever been yeah like i follow a lot of people who are interested in like you know um conservation in the rain in, in the amazon rainforest and they all say all of them say that never and you hum- never have, have they seen so much interest and, and so much passion and so much money flowing into protecting the amazon yeah i mean the problem is getting worse but it's getting better at the same time
0: mm-hmm.
1: it, you know what i mean so they are these yeah. two competing sort of narratives that are going on where you've got like expanding global economy and rampant destruction of, of ecosystems and the rainforest and whatnot but you've also got much more awareness of this stuff and a lot of, it's, it's all down to the internet um so i feel like you know overall we're probably going in the right direction we're less violent i mean mm-hmm. the world is way less violent than it's ever been you know we haven't had a world war in mm-hmm. 80 years that's that, that's good that's a good thing you know yeah. um so I feel like, you know, yeah, we it's quite hard to kind of get the real world and the online world <laughs> are are not do you know what I mean? I feel like the real world is probably a bit better than the world that we yeah think is happening online.
0: Yeah, that's that's my guess. I, I actually agree with you. Um so that's a good thing. And then the last thing I wanna ask you and talk to you about is um I don't know if you saw that story. But the, it just came out today Elon Musk's company intentionally jammed Starlink satellite communications in Ukraine Preventing Ukrainian forces from using the critical technology with Ukrainian drones That are a key component of their fight against Russia So, alright, now there's, you know, there's Elon, the billionaire um, businessman And that's one fucking, oh God, I, I hate that guy so much Yeah um, but then, and then there's the whole Twitter thing. And then he just tweeted out yesterday or something. He said, going forward, Twitter will be broadly accepting of different values rather than trying to impose its own specific values on the world, which basically means, hey, I'm going to let Nazis say whatever they want. And it's funny because I don't know. Are you on Spoutable?
1: No, I'm not on Spoutable yet. I think the, the, the law, I tried and the, the server was down. So that was. Um...
0: Did you pre register?
1: Uh, yes, I think okay, we would okay.
0: Just do. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, because I know that you like today at eight o'clock tonight, I guess Eastern Standard Time. It just it's going to become open to everybody, and I do know for for those of you listening, I've been saying this and I'm going to continue to say this. But uh, yeah, Spoutable is is it goes up and down as far as ease of use. Sometimes it's real easy. Other times it just goes to that bad gateway. I imagine that tonight it's going to be another, you know, poor Boozy. I can only imagine. He's like pulling his hair out. Um, it's, just, it's a good thing because all these people want on. And I just kind of want to talk about that a little bit because, number one, Boozy was on Bob's show yesterday. I didn't listen to it, but I do know. You know, he was just basically saying there's going to be an app in a couple of weeks, and I know that as things, you know, progress, I believe the site's going to calm down but it does look like it's closer to twitter than anything we've seen it's not it doesn't have all of the features that twitter has so it's kind of like older twitter it reminds me of like twitter what twitter was maybe uh, several years ago maybe f- when it first started because and you'll see once you get on it, it it's just twitter right now is very easy it's very fast but it's just run by a horrible person and you know nazis are on there and all that I think with Spoutable, I think we got to give him a good solid six months to a year. I know, like, for instance, mm. he can't put third party, he can't, you can't put your own upload a video. You can put a YouTube video on, but you can't upload a video because it's too expensive. So he's going to have to wait for advertisers. He's not taking money from venture capitalists. So he's, you know, he's going to wait for the site to start earning its own money and then it will be, impl- you know, that feature will be implemented. And then I, you know, right now, You can't tell. I know there's a differentiation on Twitter, and everybody can see this now because of the Twitter blue. But, like, you could see the verified follows as as opposed to, you know, non-verified. And it's a nice thing to have because if you are a verified person and, you know, you don't want to miss if somebody like, you know, I don't know, Jamie Raskin says something to you. You know what I mean? You want to – it's nice to be able to go find the other verified comments or engagements on your on your feed. But um I just want to I think I guess what I'm trying to say here is we've we've got post I, I, Mastodon is mm. I am not fucking Ma, I hate fucking that. I don't mean any harm. it's, not, like, it's just it's, horrible. Yeah, I, know. I tried it. but like, I can't I can't
1: do it. I, I'm Sorry. I'm sorry. I
0: <laughs> no, no Mastodon for me. I don't really post on post, but at least it does run fast and it's not glitchy. But, you know, I know um, I'm not going to go on Jack Dorsey's site. I can't remember what it's called. Blue, Blue, um, Sky. Blue Sky. I don't want to go Sky, on his yeah. site because I don't trust him. I mean, if everyone mm. goes over there, I might, but I would prefer not to. Um, there's another one coming out that I don't remember the name, but we're going to have all these sites now. Now, going back to everything you said about social media, I know with, mm. with Post and with uh, Spoutable, They are going to be a lot more on it when it comes to targeted harassment and allowing verified people, specifically like presidents or members of Congress or world leaders or whatever, they're not going to be able to promote either disinformation or targeted hatred or something. They'll just get kicked off. And I think, do you you think that, like, because this, you know, Bob has also talked about the social media experiment, and I agree with both of you. I mean, it's like, it's it's good and bad um a lot of bad because they're interfering with elections yeah they're interfering with elections and you know they're they're also using social media to create paranoia around vaccines and covid and all of it so there's hatred there's so much so much fucking bad stuff happening but with these new owners who seem to have and there's a guy that i was talking to last year that, you know, I, I hope that the site that he wants to put out, it would be a great site. It would kind of, it, it could replace Facebook and it would be great because people with decent sized followings could monetize, which would make it, it would be passive income, but it would be great for like grassroots organizers and, and activists and stuff like that to be able to even business owners and stuff to uh, monetize your feed without, mm. without having to charge people. And so I think there's going to be like, I guess my question, my very long winded, you know, set up to this question is, do you think that because Elon basically destroyed Twitter and we already fucking hated Mark Zuckerberg anyway, do you, do you see this opportunity? Like, do you think it's going to be a positive opportunity for us to change things around with how our social media is? And, and, and then if it does, do you, how do you see that impacting everything?
1: How, how do I see the, what, the
0: like, it, the like for if, if we're able to really I mean obviously there's still going to be sites that allow like Facebook isn't going anywhere and Twitter won't go anywhere so they'll probably just be like disgusting you know mm. allowing the you know the disinformation but if we have a whole bunch of new sites cropping up that are run by people who are you know good and moral and sensible yes, yeah yeah do you think like how do you see that changing whether it's politics or how we deal like do you think because I think that it could be a positive
1: yeah I you know I have sort of varying thoughts on this right so like I use post a reasonable amount, not as much as I used um, Twitter Um, I was using post a lot but I but it kind of it, it kind of lost its novelty yeah and um, it was, there were some flaws with the platform that, st- you know, stopped you using it. Tw- you know, tw- what we have, Twitter, is good because it's been developed over a long time. So they yeah. kind of tweaked and uh, tweaked it to the point where now it's very easy to use, yeah. very fast, very easy to use. So that's kind of why there are so many people on it and why it's gonna, it, people are having such a hard time getting off mm-hmm. of it as well. Um mm-hmm. but I still, I'm a fan of post. I, I I like post. I like the way that I, I like the kind of ethos behind it. I find that people on post are very interesting. Um it doesn't quite give you the same effect as Twitter, right? So Twitter is more because it's like a public square and mm-hmm. there's got people of different differing opinions and yeah. sometimes you just pissed off and you wanna go and like yell at a Republican, right? I get that, like that's me too sometimes. Um or or, or at whoever. Um so I feel you know look the more choice we have probably the better and it's going to a lot of the a lot of them are going to die yeah. the, the the ones that don't engage users are going to die uh, the ones that are well run um and have uh, mm-hmm. a, a sort of a good reason to stay right. right. I.e. interesting people and a good model perhaps a way of monetizing right i think the monetization thing is it's good as well because you're you know you're a creator right you're creating yeah. content and these and these platforms are essentially monetizing your behavior mm-hmm. uh, they're monetizing your own creativity so i think it's fair that that creators on these platforms get paid for that how you do that i don't know i think youtube is a good example okay mm-hmm. uh, they, they're actually doing it quite well if you you know you can you can make a living from youtube right? yeah people and, do and yeah that is a yeah, it's amazing for creators. It really is. And yeah, I have problems with Google and giant mm-hmm. tech corporations, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But um, it's changed the game for creators. And I think that you know, that successful social media platforms in the future are going to have to take that into account because um, you can't just rely on free labor anymore. Yeah. From from everyone, because platforms are going to sprout up where creators can can monetize their their activity. Right. They can monetize their creativity, and I think that's going to play a big role in what happens in the future. Is that good or is that bad? I I don't know. You know mm. what I mean? Like I feel like in in America at the moment, you've got the you're having all these sort of it's almost like the media right. The mainstream media was walled off into these different echo chambers where you've got the right wing media, you've got the liberal media, and and nobody talks to each other, and it's kind of happening online as well right you've got uh, like twitter is now seems to be jam-packed full of covid conspiracy theorists
0: yeah.
1: uh and and at some point maybe normal people will just have enough of it and say okay we're going to go somewhere else we're going to go to spout we're going to go to post yeah. we can't we can't say this anymore is that good I, for, I mean probably draining twitter is probably a good idea if it continues in this way um but I don't know it's it's a very interesting question to see how this all uh, pans out how how do we try to kind of like because we've got problems right like we were yeah. talking about we've got all these very serious issues we've got in society and in the planet and how do we solve them and I think social media can be a solution
0: Yeah.
1: Um. but we're going to have to start talking to each other at some point mm-hmm. and I don't know mm-hmm. how we do that I don't know whether social media is the best way of doing that at least right now
0: no, I agree with you. Although I, I, I have the feeling that if we have more responsible and you know moral, I, I know moral. Some people think not everybody defines moral the same way. But if we have you know a good moral, uh, several people who own who own these sites, and if they become popular, I think it will make a difference because we won't see the kind of disinformation, we won't see the ability for foreign adversaries to utilize social media. Um, or if they, at least if they try, they will be stopped. And in the case of, f- for sure, you know, Twitter and specifically Facebook, they just let it. They took Russian money, so they mm. were, you know, more concerned with that than they were anything else. And I think that you know there is this opportunity. I, I would love to believe that it's about the pendulum swimming, swinging. But I do think that people are just getting really fed up with what they're seeing on social media. They're tired of data mining. They're tired of, uh, you know, I mean, like the, the, the website that I was talking about earlier that's not up yet, um, the monetization is kind of like YouTube. It's kind of the same idea. Um, <clears throat> and it would, be, it would be great. I'm not going to get too much into it because I don't want to give it away. But it's like it would be fantastic and it would be something that you don't have to say, hey, please pay me. To you know to see my feed It would be just something where there would be ads And you would get a portion of that But you know I think That it's important I should say I think Social media is so What's the word uh, Impression like we're impressionable You know we're impressionable animals And so you know I go back To I believe it was uh, I hope I say his right now His name right McKay Coppins Is that his name Um, He did a deep dive where he, for a story, I believe he write, I don't know if it's for The Atlantic, but I know that he's a journalist, a reporter, and he did this thing where mm. he only went to he started up a MAGA Facebook page and so it, you know, he, it was he liked a few MAGA Facebook political pages, and then it, he was just obviously bombarded with suggestions for more so he just mm. he took all those suggestions and he created this Facebook feed that was basically all MAGA and he said, as somebody, you know, who's basically a liberal, I don't know exactly where his political views are, but he's not a MAGA. He said mm. that he was, he was starting to become brainwashed, that he, could, he was starting to go, hmm. And, you know, and so that's, you know, that's what social media, the effect of social media, if there is mm. an agenda, you may not recognize that agenda, but you are sitting there at home, it's just, and it's just like talk radio. I don't know if you ever saw the brainwashing of my dad, but the guy was a liberal, the, the dad was a liberal, and he started yeah. listening to Rush Limbaugh every day. And his daughter wow. was talking about it saying, you know, I don't know if it was his daughter, but who, whoever was interviewed for that was pointing out that these toxic talk radio guys, they're alone with you in your head. Every, yeah. you know every day for a couple hours and they're feeding into your insecurities and your fears and that's exactly what's happening on social media because it's memes it's articles mm-hmm. it's you know all kinds of stuff to get you fearful and raged out and so this mckay coppins was basically saying yeah i found myself buying into it after a while And so I think if we have social media that's run with responsible people who don't allow the disinformation, who don't allow the targeted harassment and the hatred, I think because we are such an impressionable, you know, impressionable animals, I think it would just Mm. have a positive effect on all of us and we don't even realize it. But I think the fact that we are so awful to each other, we say such awful things, and I I really want to watch that. I mean, I'm still going to go after Republicans I still, I'm going to go after the Nazis and the fascists and all of it. But I feel like our reactions and our words and our behavior online, it really, it, it has such an impact, even though we, we may write it off. Oh, it's just some jerk. It's just, it's just some, but you know, I mean, I don't know if you've ever experienced, there was one time when I was online, I was on Facebook years ago and I said something, I don't know what I said, but I got a comment from this guy, and he, he, he said something that um, pushed a button of mine, and it upset me, <clears throat> and I didn't know who this guy was, so I went over, and I looked at his page, and, you know, I mean, I, I, I just, all I remember thinking was looking at, you know, where he lived and his life, I just thought, why do I give a shit what this person thinks about me? Why do I care? Yeah. But you, we see it online, and especially time after time, if you're getting negative comments, if you're seeing negative things, it's going to impact your overall behavior and what you think about life and, and how you see yourself. So I just feel like if we can get this fucking social media thing straightened out, where obviously there's always going to be shit sites, but if we can have some really powerful sites run by responsible people, I think it'll have a really positive impact, impact on all of us globally. But I mean, it's going to take a while. That's just it, not true. Yeah it's, yeah,
1: it's going gonna, it's gonna, to. I think you're right. I think you're, you're very right about this, and, and it, it will take some time. And, and look, I mean, it's, I'm, I'd like to wean myself off of Twitter at some point. Yeah, <it's>, I
0: know. <laughs> I feel like it's, this is a
1: long-term project. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a long-term project. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Got, we've got to give ourselves a bit of time to. We've been trained on this stuff yes. for quite a while. Yeah. You know. Um, and and I feel, I feel like we need to train ourselves to get off of it, and 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 it will be. I mean, look, it's very whatever it's worth. It's a very interesting time to be around. Oh
0: someone. sure, like, yes, <laughs> it
1: really is. I mean, how how like, but you would have never thought that that the in some ways, I I think the breaking up of the of the sort of tech monopoly of Facebook and Twitter. Um, and their hold on on the public is a good thing you know like it is good it's good that that there's more competition that there are more options because it was getting stale and it was getting exploitative and it was getting you know um, they own us like these corporations I I, want to have a few more owners you know what I mean I'm happy to (laughs) like like face, listen Facebook destroyed my former website they destroyed the Daily Banter like I, I'll I'll never I'll never forget that Mm -hmm. um I'll never ever forget what, what Facebook did and, and I'm glad now that there are some alternatives and and hopefully healthier alternatives. Yeah, they that. destroyed and, the one
0: I was writing for Liberals Unite too, so I, I'm right there with yeah. you. I know how that goes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I don't know. I'm kind of I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Kimberly, wherever you are, where, wherever you are on social media, Kimberly, I'll, I'll I'll be there too. i I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll join I'll join you and Bob, and I'll I'll, I'll, I'll take I'll take my keys from you guys.
0: <laughs> we're we're all just a big family. Um. Oh my yeah. God. Well, of course, <laughs> and we have to follow you because we have to see all of the um amazing wonderful funny stories about your gorgeous children so <laughs> peeing on the floor <laughs> i love that um okay so now we're all on social media tell everybody where to find you before i let you go
1: so you can find me um on twitter at the daily banter um and then i'm my newsletter uh, obviously is the banter is at the it, which is sort of a semi-social media site I guess I think it's a it's a healthy one because it's done by email mm-hmm. um, so that's that's our newsletter is com. and I'm also on post um, and my post uh, handle is uh, at um, Ben Cohen Banter on, on post so I do some stuff on post too I'm, I'm writing more kind of lengthy squeeze there so um, yeah it, 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 please come and follow me there I'll add you as a friend um, you know uh, I'm sure your your audience are awesome um, I think <laughs> a lot of them probably read read the banter too so yeah, yeah we'd love, love to see whether over, over or not our neck of the woods too
0: I'm looking, I think I just found you. Did I just, oh no, here you are. Okay, I'm already following you there. Okay, Um, so I'm already following you there. So I uh, am author Kimberly, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-E-Y. Don't forget the extra E. My books are on Amazon and Spoutable is going to become available to everybody. I am there. Please have patience with this site. I know uh, you're not going to have endless patience, but just have patience. I I believe in Boozy and I'm Kimberly L-E-Y over there, Kimberly Johnson. So Ben, it's always so much fun talking to you. Uh, please give your children big hugs. Say hello to your wife and thank you so much.
1: Thanks very much, Kimberly. I, I really appreciate you on.